Bringing hope to many around the globe. Transforming lives into legacy. Living Word with Pastor Mensah Otobin. And now, today's word. Isaac had sustained growth. Third, and this is very interesting. The third thing you note about Isaac after sustained growth is he had diversified stocks. He had diversified stocks. He had flocks. He had herds and a lot of servants. I wouldn't call servants stocks, but they were his labor force. He had diversified. Now, why do I say Isaac had diversified stores? When we read about Isaac first, there is no indication that he had cattle or herds. There's no indication. All we know is that Isaac sowed in the land agricultural plants. The plants began to grow. He began to prosper. He became prosperous. And then he started using the money from the plant agriculture to expand into buying cattle, buying herds, and hiring more people. So instead of allowing only plants to be the basis of his prosperity, he diversified. Are you following that? He began to acquire other assets. It's part of the process of multiplication. He was adding one layer on top of the other. Because if you are prosperous in one layer and you keep all your money in that layer and you don't diversify with another layer, when the enemy knocks off your foundation, you are gone. The principle of multiplication means you have to lay layer upon layer upon layer upon layer. He started with plants, he went into animals, and then he started hiring people. I don't know. I wouldn't say he went into human beings, but and the Bible says he became exceedingly great. Then the fourth thing you note about Isaac is that he had accumulated assets. He had accumulated assets. The Bible says he had possessions. Isaac had control of large resources in a diversified portfolio. He had grown beyond a small operator who could easily be frustrated or pushed around. His resources were so formidable that he could stand against political and state-instigated persecution from the Philistines. You know, many times, if the state decides they want to knock you off, it's easy to knock you off. In the days of the Philistines, the king, his generals, and the whole nation came against Isaac. They fought his investments. They fought his businesses, but they couldn't stop him because Isaac had so much diversified his stocks, his portfolio, that if you stop his well, his cattle will still prosper. If you stop his farm, something else will grow. And so they tried and they tried and they tried and finally came to the conclusion, we cannot stop Isaac. So they came to him, signed a memorandum of understanding for peaceful coexistence. 
so that Isaac will grow and they will grow because he had become unstoppable. Listen to me, business people. If the government can stop your business, it means you are weak. It means the layers are not deep. Isaac's layers were deep so that the government could not stop him. Don't build your wealth on a political cycle. Build layers by yourself. And when you build layers, even if the government hates you, they cannot uproot you. They fought Isaac, they seized his wells, but he never got broke because he was deeply entrenched in the system. They couldn't stop him. Why? Because Isaac understood that after fruitfulness, he had to multiply. He multiplied his stocks, he multiplied his influence, he multiplied his labor force, he was employing so much people that if you collapse Isaac's business, the whole economy will collapse also. Because believe you me, if any Ghanaian employs 50,000 people, no government can touch you. Because if the government touches your business, 50,000 people are losing their jobs. Do you know what happened in America when they had a credit crunch and some companies were losing about 120,000 jobs? Companies collapsed and 120,000 jobs would be collapsed. The government had to come in and bail them out because the government supposed if this company collapses, our whole economy will collapse. That is how Isaac was like. He wasn't just fruitful. He had layers upon layers upon layers upon layers upon layers upon layers. So much so that the government could not touch him. That is where God wants you to get to. Not just be fruitful and eat your fruit. You produce the fruit, you eat the fruit. You produce the fruit, you eat the fruit. You produce the fruit, you eat the fruit. And every time is produce fruit, eat fruit, produce fruit, eat fruit, produce fruit, hand to mouth. Many of us are operating at fruit level. We haven't started multiplying yet. Our layer is one. For most people, and I'm talking to most business people, you are so fragile. Even a district chief executive can collapse you. <laughs> Not government, the district chief executive, even assemblyman can collapse your business because your layers are thin. Everybody say multiply. Say be fruitful, but multiply afterwards. Layer upon layer. And we see Isaac as the quintessential image of a person who multiplied his fruit. Isaac began to prosper, he continued prospering, became prosperous, had stocks in herds, in cattle, and had employed so many people you couldn't stop him. That's where he got to. May God bring you to that level. Amen. Where you don't just become fruitful, you multiply. All right. So, when a person is fruitful and they multiply, 
whatever they have, even the original thing they have, looks different through the principle of multiplication. As you see from the illustration I did with the plywood, as you add up the pieces, the layers, you create another dimension. You create height and you create depth and you create reach. You create breadth. So the multiplying of your fruit gives you huge height, depth, breadth advantages. So how does a multiplied product looks like? So let's look at a multiplied fruits. You produce something. As I said earlier, multiplying happens faster than fruitfulness. Why do I say so? When you produce something for the first time, it may take you a long time, but the moment you produce it, things start happen to the thing you have produced that you have no control over. First, people are going to imitate it. People are going to copy. People are going to do more research. There'll be more knowledge. And so you find out that after something is produced, within the time it is produced, or from the time it's produced within a short time, that same product can look entirely different from the way it was from the beginning. And you can have examples in so many areas. But most of us are familiar with um, flying by air. Traveling by plane has become almost normal to our natural life. But the first flight, motorized manned flight, took place in 1903 through the Wright brothers, Wilbur and Orville. Now, what they did, they were not the only ones trying to fly. As a matter of fact, if you study, and I've taken time to study the history of flight, it's been happening for about 2,000 years, human beings had been imagining flying. In the 1500s, Leonardo da Vinci had actually drawn plans for how a flying instrument could be developed. And different people had tried to fly. But historically, it is accepted that the Wright brothers had the first motorized flight. Didn't go for too long, I think 80, 89 seconds or so, and then it came down. But that was it. Now, it's taken hundreds of years to fly 89 seconds. Hundreds of years. But from 1903, by the time the First World War came into being in 1917, aircraft were being used for warfare. Can you imagine that something that they did and it flew just for a few seconds, now is being deployed for warfare. People could fly and shoot from aircraft. From 1903 to 1917, that's 14 years. By 1927, men, the first man had done transatlantic flight. Now, what does that mean? It means that it takes a long time to bring something into being. But after you bring it to being, people are going to steal your idea, 
copy your idea, research into your idea that if you are not careful, you who introduce the fruit, you will miss the multiplication. Are you getting me? You started it. But the people who come after you, they don't have to labor to start. Because the fruit has already been produced. They only labor to multiply. And you may be so tired with bearing fruit that you say, oh, let me rest a bit. You rest, you are down. That is why in this world, most of the time, starters don't become the controllers of the industry they started. Because it takes a long time to be fruitful, but multiplication takes a very short time. Like that musician who goes to the studio. It takes a long time to produce a master tape. But after the master tape, he goes to the next studio to duplicate. It doesn't take time. It goes thousand pieces out. Within five minutes, he's done thousand pieces. Within 20 minutes, he's done probably 10,000 pieces. Whereas it took days, hours, weeks, months to produce the first master tape. What am I saying? Many times, people produce fruit, but they never enjoy the blessing of multiplication because people come in to take charge of the multiplication and the fruit owners are left with the fruit. They will say, I'm the founder of this. I was the first one to do this. I'm the first one to have done that. I'm the first one. That's about it. Historical reference. The Wright brothers, for now, don't have any ownership in some of the biggest plane manufacturing entities in the world. Somebody else is eating what they labored for. Be careful so that people don't eat where you have labored. So God didn't say just be fruitful. He said multiply. Normally when things get multiplied, it is knowledge that multiplies it. Wisdom multiplies it. Understanding multiplies it. And a multiplied product has certain qualities. Let me just run through them quickly with you. First thing, when a product comes out the first time, an idea is introduced the first time, when it is multiplied, it assumes complexity. What do I mean by complexity? It means it is able to do more. It is able to do more. Look at telephones. Look at telephone. The first telephone, Alexander Graham Bell. By the way, he didn't really. Uh, he wasn't the real person to have gotten it. Uh, the reason why he became the one who patented it right was uh, first was because uh, he and another guy was, were competing for who, who would patent the idea. And uh, the guy, other guy had a slower horse riding to the patent office. Graham Bell had a faster horse. He got there two hours earlier, patented it. The guy came, and although he had worked so hard, he was second. Nobody recognizes him. You don't even know his name. Anyway, but the first telephone, it was tedious, almost like Morse code. And then by the time telephone came to us in Ghana, you, you had to whine. How many of you use that kind of phone? You, not, not the rotary one. You whine. <laughs> Before it speaks. 
then it developed. And all the telephone was, could do was speak, hello. And those days, when you say hello, it takes about one hour for the other person to hear. Hello. Then you wait. Hello. How are you? I am fine. <laughs> you know, it's a whole long process. But then we got into rotary phones. You know, you dial, you know, and most times if you dial a lot, your, your forefinger gets hurt. Okay. Then we move from there to the pulse where you punch the numbers, you know, and, and it was great. And then quantum leap, we went to cell phone. But if those of you who remember, I remember my, my first cell phone, it was like a chop box. <laughs> Huge. I carried it in a big pilot briefcase. My cell phone. All right. Now people had all these chunky things. And all it could do was make a call. But now, and cell phones have been around just for about 20 years. Within 20 years, can you see what has happened to cell phones? You pick one cell phone. Not only can you speak with it, you can send text with it. You don't need Telegram again. Telegram has now become obsolete because cell phone is sending text. You can listen to radio on it, listen to music on it. Take pictures on it, send pictures out on it, uh, draw on it. Uh, I mean, some are so complicated. If you use an iPhone or, or Blackberry, you can do so much. Check your accounts, work mathematics, do everything. One equipment has multiplied. And in multiplication, it has become complex. It is able to do more. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebi, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebi. Email otebi at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.